9.20 p.m. Thursday, May 7th. 9.20. Pretty good day out there. It's not too cold, not too hot. It's like just right. I didn't do much. I stayed in front of my house. I didn't even go to the store today. But um, tomorrow I'm going to get my shopping done early in the morning. I'm probably going to knock out some things. Um, but today we're talking about Today we're going to get into um, some top. I wanted to talk about, you know, Giannis, Greek the Freak, he said his his, his um, Instagram was hacked. Um, he was talking a lot of crazy stuff on his on his Twitter or whatever it was. But my thing is, um, would you want to see, would that be, would that be like a real big mismatch seeing him in Golden State? Would that be, would that be, would that be something you'd like to watch? Greek the Freak and Golden State. So we're going to get into that real quick. We're going to talk about the Giants' schedule just came out. Tomorrow we'll probably talk about the Jets' schedule. But the Giants' schedule just came out. I got them going 8-8. Eight and eight. I got the Giants going 8-8 eight and eight this year. Hopefully they can do better than that. But um, talk about the Giants. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday on the phone and we were talking about Eminem is Eminem an overrated rapper or is he get or does he get too much praise does he get too much praise as far as hip hop goes I'm talking about as far as bars go you know what I mean we listened to a couple of old Eminem tracks yesterday and I really didn't I wasn't really um I, I didn't really know what to say I really wasn't feeling him like that I've never been a fan of Eminem, Slim Shady, but like I said, I'm a fan of his energy. His energy makes me be like, damn, this young boy, all right, you know what I'm saying? But his music is not, nah, I don't know. He never made anything that will make me be like, damn, Eminem that dude, or Eminem is this, or Eminem is that. So shout out to everybody that that um listened to the um podcast yesterday. I looked at the numbers, it's all right. It's pretty good. But we're going to get into this real quick. Giannis. Going from Milwaukee to Golden State. Will that help his career? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I don't think Greek the Freak is winning a ring in Milwaukee. I don't see it happening. I don't see the Greek winning a ring in Milwaukee. And to be honest with you, he's not he's he's nice. He's good. But he can be stopped. Team defense can stop him. Now, with team defense stopping Greek, can the Bucks help him win? So if the game is on the line, like we seen last year in the playoffs, right? We watched it last year. We watched him in the playoffs last year. They put team defense on him. He struggled. They put bodies on him, bodies after bodies after bodies. They, they they disturbed him. He couldn't just go to the hole and dunk the ball every five minutes. See, now that's why that's probably why he had him working out on that jump shot. That jump shot, he needed to hit that jump shot. And that jump shot that he has is terrible. It's not that good. It can get better, but I would let him shoot a jump shot. All game. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't care if that's what he want to do. If you're gonna let this man shoot outside shots and try to win, okay. 
Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Greek shooting those outside shots. But when he goes inside, in the lane, that's where he catches you at. That's where he dominates. He dominates in the paint. He dominates the ball when he's driving that ball to the hole and he's getting that ball, he's dribbling. He dominates when he can get under that rack full speed ahead. You know, he's almost like a Sean Kemp, taller version of Sean Kemp. You know, Sean Kemp would just take that ball and just run to the rack and just dunk it. You know, he's almost like a Sean Kemp. He's better than Sean Kemp. Let me tell you that much. He's better than Sean Kemp. But I would say I would compare him to Sean Kemp. The way he runs to the hole and like, you know, Greek runs to the hole. Nobody wants to get in his way. So when you put him next to a guy like Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and all the other people, pieces that they got over there, it's going to be a, it'll be a, a, it'll be a problem in Golden State if you put that young man next to Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. Let's not even talk about Draymond Green because Draymond Green is not a big factor when it comes to them, them guys balling. Yeah, he, he can score with them on the court, but we see what Draymond Green can do without them on the court. So, um, yeah, he, he's one of those guys. He's just a good role player. He's, just a good, he's a very good role player. You know, Draymond Green going to give you those triple doubles because he's scrappy when he got a, a, a good um, supporting cast on the court. You know, he'll get you, he'll get you 15, 10, and 11. He'll do that for you. He has that supporting cast. He can ball. But we're talking about Greek the Freak. That ball running, and he got now he got somebody that can pass him the ball. Like, literally pass him the ball. Find him. You know, because Golden State is very unselfish. Them Bulls don't play selfish basketball at all. I watch them Bulls swing the ball around, swing the ball around, and the ball only the ball touched the ground once, touched the back, the back, the back of the court once. So they're passing the ball until they find an open shot that they're comfortable with, and then it goes right in. That's about 15 seconds off the clock. And then on top of that, they're playing team defense. That's what I told you. That's That stopped Giannis in the playoffs. That team defense stopped him. Team defense put him, put, put kind of crippled his game. So, will he win a ring in Milwaukee? No, he will not win a ring in Milwaukee. No. No, he won't. He won't win a ring in Milwaukee because Miami is coming up. Philadelphia is always there. Toronto is always going to be there. And you got a bunch of other teams that are, that are in the East that are trying to be there. Then you got the West Coast. You know, you got the West Coast. You got your Los Angeles Lakers. You got your Los Angeles Clippers. You got your Golden State Warriors when they're healthy. So I don't see 
how Golden, how Milwaukee can win this any championship within the next three years. We give them a, we give these guys the Milwaukee Bucks a three a three year window. We get them a window of three years, right? They got three years to win this thing, and he'll be a free agent in between that. I really don't see them doing anything within those three years as far as making a championship run. And we're not going to count this season because this season was obviously um, a waste. We're going to start from next season coming up. We're going to start from that season, and we're going to move forward. I honestly don't see these guys winning anything except a playoff series, if that. Because when you look at it, when you look at when you look at the goal, when you look at the um, Milwaukee Bucks, they don't have a team that's like, you know, that's that looks like they're capable. They don't have a team that looks capable. Last year, they had a nice little run during the season, but in the playoffs they hit a brick wall. Same thing will happen this year. The same thing will happen this year. They'll hit a brick wall, and they won't do anything. So with that being said, I do not see, I can see Greek the Freak going to Golden State because him and Steph Curry talk about this. Even though his thing was was hacked, you know, people spread rumors, and they say these guys were talking and shit like that. But, um... If I was him, I'd, I'd make that move because in Golden State, you're not winning a ring. I mean, in Milwaukee, you're not winning that ring that you want. I mean, that's what you play for. You know, a lot of these players now, they play for the big contracts and the money and stuff like that and the endorsements and everything. But we play for, the guys play for the ring. They play for the championship. They want to hold that trophy up over their head. You know, they don't play for, they don't play for like, you know what I mean, for fun. It's these guys are really out there balling. They're playing. They're trying to win a championship. They got a goal. If your goal is not to win a championship, then you shouldn't be in the NBA. You should be somewhere else. All Everyone's goal in the league should be to win a championship. And if Giannis doesn't see himself winning a ring in Milwaukee, the best bet will be for him to go to the next best contender. That would be the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors, you know, they can do it. I believe they can do it. I really believe that they can do it. Today was the schedules. The schedules, the NFL schedules were released today. The schedules were released today. Um, There's a few games that I looked at. I would like to go to that Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles game. That's in Dallas, December 27th. I would like to go watch the Giants play against the Cleveland Browns. I think that's in December also. It's towards the end of the season. 
And we got another game in Oak in Las, Las Vegas. The Raiders versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, Gronkowski. These guys are in, in Tampa Bay now. Excuse me. And I would love to see Tampa Bay versus the Oakland Raiders. That's an October game. October 25th to be exact. So the Giants schedule goes as follows. Giants are home versus the Steelers. On the road versus Chicago. Home versus the 49ers. On the road versus the Rams. On the road versus the Cowboys. Home versus the Redskins. On the road versus the Eagles. Home versus Tampa Bay. On the road versus the Redskins. Home versus the Eagles. On the road We have a bye week after the Eagles game. On the road versus the Bengals. On the road versus Seattle. On the road versus the Cardinals. Home versus the Cardinals. Excuse me. Home versus the Browns. On the road versus the Ravens. And we end it at home in Dallas. It's a pretty easy schedule. It looks like on paper. A pretty easy schedule. It's a pretty easy schedule. Um, I got the Giants. I should have put them losing to Tampa Bay, but who knows? I'm going to put the win versus that because that's at, that's at um, MetLife. And it's going to be pure emotions watching that game because Tom Brady is back in the stadium and, you know, the fans going to go crazy. You know. Excuse me. So I got the I got the Giants losing. I got the Giants I got the Giants um, beating the Bears, beating the Rams, beating the Redskins, beating the Redskins, beating the Bengals, beating the Cardinals, beating the Browns, and beating the Cowboys. I got the Giants beating those teams. I got them going 8-8. Eight and eight. So I would say the Giants will have an eight and eight season, hopefully. Hopefully. This is a big hopefully. An eight and eight season. We have a new team. We have a new head coach. We have a new quarterback. We got rookies coming. We didn't sign we didn't sign no big names like Jadavian Clowney yet. Hopefully. So it's something going to be different. It's going to be a shift in energy with the Giants this year. And that shift in energy might be an 8-8 eight and eight season. I can really see the Giants going 8-8. Eight and eight. If they go 8-8, eight and eight, if they go 8-8, eight and eight, they might not make the playoffs with that record. But if they go eight and eight, it's a step up from last year. Last year the Giants were terrible. Had an awful season. You know, a very awful season last year. Some some good highlights, but an awful season. You know, these guys, um, the fans weren't feeling it. The fans weren't feeling it. The fans weren't feeling it. But this year, 
I see the Giants going eight and eight. It's going to be a rough season. You know, as far as the wins and losses go, it's going to be a rough season because, you know, we're going to lose to the Eagles twice. You know, we're going to lose to the Eagles twice. We're going to lose to Dallas once. We're going to beat the Redskins twice. So the NFC East is still not going to be dominated by the Giants. You know, we still can't beat these teams. A lot of these teams are better than us. The Redskins kind of stepped their game up. The, the, the Cowboys are stepping their game up. The Eagles are staying the same as what they usually stay, but they can beat the Giants. They really can beat the Giants. They can really beat the Giants. And I don't think the Giants understand that. You know, they got to upgrade fast. Sometimes the draft, the draft might work, but you got to make some, tweak something in, in there during the season. You know, during the season, you have to make some adjustments, like as far as free agents go. The Giants aren't signing anybody that's worth, that's worth being happy about. You know, they're really killing us. As far as, far as the fans go, the fan base, we deserve a little more a little more than um, a golden tape. You know, we deserve a little more than golden tape. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the thing I'm trying to tell people, like, about the Giants. They're not giving it their all. They're not trying. The Jets went out and signed Le'Veon Bell, a superstar free agent, a star free agent, whatever you want to call him. He's still Le'Veon Bell. He's people know him. You say his name, it rings bells. You know, we go out and get a guy like Golden Tate and he gives us a couple of touchdowns. It's like, dog, that's not what we need. You can't replace a guy like Odell Beckham with Golden Tate. Golden Tate should not be in our rotation. Shouldn't be in our rotation. You know, but yeah, the Giants, I got them going 8-8. Eight and eight. It's going to be a tough season. It's going to be very, it's going to be very draining. Being a fan, you know, we spend money on them tickets. We spend money on food, jerseys, sneakers. We got to buy everything just for that one Sunday. It's going to be heartbreaking to see us lose the way we're going to lose. Shout out to the Giants, though, man. Shout out to the New York Giants, the New York football Giants. Um, like I said earlier, um, Eminem, I wanted to know, you know, I had a conversation with somebody. We were talking about Eminem. We were talking about rap. Um, and, um, it's like, is he overrated? Is he underrated? Do you even care about Eminem? Do you, does it even like, does it even, um, sometimes like, do, is, is his music in your playlist? Or is it just hype, I should say? Is it just hype? I don't want to shit on him too much, but is it just hype? Is, it, is, he, is his career based on hype? 
or is he really that lyrical? Is he that lyrical to where as though you could put Eminem up there with Biggie Smalls, Jay-Z, Tupac, Nas, Redman? Are we really, are we putting Eminem in the right category? Is he in the top five? He's not in my top five. He's not even in my top ten. But in the majority of people that listen to rap music have Eminem in their top five lyricists. My question is, does he deserve that that height? Does he deserve that pedestal? Or are people just like, you know what I'm saying? Are they just dick riding, basically? You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, it's not, they're not saying this because he's like, um, I mean, what does he say that makes you be like, wow, that motherfucker right there got bars. You know, most people can't even recite an Eminem rap, but can put this guy in the top five. Like, matter of fact, he's, he's probably top two on people's list. You ask most people who's their top five, Eminem's going to be there. For what reason, I don't know. But I don't understand why people can put this man on this high of a pedestal when you got your guys like, you got guys like Jada Kiss, you got guys like Red Man, you got guys like Scarface, you got guys like Black Thought from the Roots, you got guys like, um, shit, you got Lil Wayne, you got all types of rappers. That put something, and that's not a top five, that's just rappers. Because as far as Eminem goes matched up against guys like Jay-Z, it's no, it's impossible for you to say Eminem is better than Jay-Z. In my world, it's impossible. It's impossible for you to say Nas is not better than Eminem. It's crazy for somebody to say Eminem, like, all right, put it like this. Let me say something. Biggie Smalls had a song with Eminem. Um, who was it? I think it was Dead Wrong. I'm not sure. That beat could have strong. You got it going on. You're dead wrong. Yeah, and Eminem spit the most stupidest verse. Listen to that shit. Listen to that goddamn Eminem verse and you tell me if Eminem should have been on that song Dead Wrong with Biggie Smalls. I'm talking about it was had to be it had to be like business his produce his 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 promotion team There's no way Eminem and then check it out. Jay-Z and Eminem had a song called Renegade, right? It's no way, and 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 it's a, and it's crazy because, you know. Jay Z and Eminem had a song called Renegade. Eminem rap. His verse was hard, but people made it look like he blew Jay out the waters with that whack ass verse. Like dog, you cannot tell me half that was he that he didn't have his own little group of people, that made that verse hot. Cause we wasn't really popping with rocking with Eminem like this. Like when Eminem and Jay Z made the song Renegade, you heard Jay Z 
then you heard Eminem and you went to the next song. Nobody was thinking like, yo, Eminem burnt Jay on that shit until like media spiced that shit up. Media spiced that shit up. Media said, yo, Eminem verse better than MTV, BET, all them shits said Eminem verse was better than Jay-Z's verse. You got to be kidding me. There's no way Eminem is better than Jay-Z on anything. On anything. And and I can't sit here and co-sign that. No, his verse was whack. Crazy was they crazy thinking that shit was better than Jay Z's verse. Jay and you know and and if you can sit and listen to that shit, you can listen to Jay Z's verse and then listen. Like motherfucker don't even know what he was saying. And then you slow it down. He wasn't saying a bunch of nothing. He was Eminem don't really rap about shit. He don't rap about nothing. You know what it is. Is that he has a machine behind him? He had a machine behind him. He had a machine. He has like Dr. Dre and all those people from the West Coast. He has a he has a machine. He has Interscope. He has the money. They got the financial backing to back bullshit like that. You know they tried to do it with Chief Keith. Yeah, Jay shit was crazy flame. They did. They tried to do it with Chief Keef. They tried to do that shit with so many other artists at Interscope. They survived. They survived off Eminem. If if Eminem was not successful, then Dr. Dre and Interscope wouldn't be as successful as they are right now. But they put their money behind that young man and said, we're going to make you the best rapper ever. We gonna make everybody say your name, but the 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 motherfucker is really corny, you know. His story is okay. His story is fine. He comes from a trailer park. Okay, we leading up to it, you know. His story is good, but he's not that dude. And dudes put him in their top five. And they put him before some of the best rappers that I've heard of. You know, they put Eminem before a lot of good rappers. For what? For what? You know? There's no way you could put Eminem before a guy like... Like Scarface. Or Jadakiss. Jada Kiss to me is better than Eminem. There's no way Eminem is better than Jada Kiss. And people gonna sit here and say whatever they wanna say. People gonna sit here and say whatever they wanna say. People gonna say, yo, you crazy. You heard what Eminem say? No. Yeah, I heard it. Did you hear it? You know, I heard what he said, but did you hear what he said? You know, he talk about, like, beating his mom up and all this shit, his daughter, his baby moms. He give us this little bullshit story about his life. Like, don't nobody want to hear that shit. That shit really not, that shit, we can't relate to that shit. He tell you this little sorry story about how he take drugs and shit. Like, motherfucker, we can't relate to that. Anybody that can relate to that, then thumbs up to you. But, motherfucker, we not with that shit. We don't care about that shit you've been doing. 
You know, he and 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 I'm not shitting on him. I'm not hating on him, but I'm just saying, how can people put him with the greats? How can people put him with the motherfuckers that put in pain? As far as the pen goes, you know, he can't go hit for hit with many artists. Like how these dudes is doing the hit for hits and stuff like that. He can go, he might can go hit for hit with somebody like MGK, but Machine Gun Kelly. But Eminem not going hit for hit with no Jay-Z. Come on, son. Come on, son. That shit is like too much hype around this white boy, man. It's too much hype around him. And um, I don't think people like holding... I don't think people are, like, putting him out there like that. Like, dog, you not the shit. You know what I'm saying? You not the shit. Like, your fans are all, like, from overseas, like, white people. Like, like motherfuckers. It's not us, but some of us, some of us like his shit. Some of us like his shit. Some of us like his shit. But it's not, it's not, it's not, like, in my circle, I don't think nobody's saying Eminem is the hottest motherfucker in the world. You know, I don't think people even acknowledging the fact that he rap. That's where I'm from. You know, and I'm from Brooklyn. And I don't see many motherfuckers where I'm from saying, yo, Eminem doing this and doing that. But we don't give a fuck about no Eminem. We don't care about no Eminem. No Slim Shady. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker came out rapping about some weird shit. You know what I'm saying? That we ain't ride, we never rode that wave. You know, the kids rode Eminem's wave. You know, the TRL kids from back in the days, 90s, them TRL kids rode the Eminem wave. We didn't ride the Eminem wave where I'm from. We didn't catch on to that. We didn't, we was still stuck on what we were stuck on. We really wasn't trying to get on that shit. You know, they try to push that shit on us. They try to push it on us. And they try to they try to push that Eminem shit on us. But we wasn't with that shit. Nobody liked Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers that like Eminem is corny motherfuckers like Eminem. Dudes that wear big ass fila sneakers and shit that like Eminem. Skateboarders. Motherfuckers skateboarders like Eminem. We don't like that shit around here, man. Fuck Eminem. You know, like, but, um, cause he corny, he not nice, he not nice, he's, he got, he's a boring motherfucker, man, he's a boring ass dude, I'm gonna be honest with you, I like Machine Gun Kelly, I'll take his, I'll take a mixtape from him over Eminem any day, I'll listen to him before I listen to Eminem. I listen to motherfucking Paul Wall before I listen to Eminem. Paul Wall. Motherfuckers know that, white boy. I listen to that corny motherfucker before I listen to Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, it just don't move me, man. It just don't move me. But yeah, we've been going through some shit lately. And, um... Right now, I think is now is the time for music to like make us stand and stand up and put some shit out, put some anthems out. We always in the summertime. I know we quarantining and everything, and we supposed to be in the house, but 
we ain't got no bars to listen to. We ain't got no music to listen to right now. So we we stuck listening to old school shit. Like I listen to like a lot of old school classic shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the only thing that make my day feel right. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm talking about some some decent shit. You know, some Frankie Beverly or some type shit. Some old school, some '90s hip hop, some '90s R&B, '80s hip hop, '80s R&B type shit. Um. But we need some music right now. It would be now would be a good time for a guy like Jay Z to just drop an album. You know, it will only make sense. It will only make sense for Jay to drop an album right now during this time because it's it's much needed. And remember, if you think back, Jay Z dropped the album. I think it was I don't know if it was a black album. It probably was a black album. He dropped that shit when the towers fell, the twin towers. 9-11 not the exact I don't think it was the exact day that they fell but I think it was like the anniversary I'm not sure I don't know I do my homework on it but Jay dropped the album around then now would be a time for a great time for Jay-Z to drop some fire like give us a single something but that will turn that will take hip hop up here because hip-hop right now is down here. Somebody somebody should pull up with an album. Somebody somebody like, somebody like that could like bring the... Get us off this quarantine mindset. Get us off this quarantine mindset. You know? Get us, get us in a new zone. For when we, draw, when we go to work, because some people still going to work. You know what I'm saying? When we in our car, we don't have to listen to that old shit. Sometimes we can turn up a little bit more with some new shit. You know, Fab could drop an album. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about a mixtape, like, sometimes shootout. I'm talking about an album, eat something fire. Fab could drop something. It's about to be summertime. You telling me we ain't got no anthems yet? Nothing? Because everybody's in the crib quarantining. We, they stuck. So rappers don't got nothing to do but rap. That's your job. Get in the booth, rap, put that shit out. That's their job. You know what I'm saying? So I would like, lo- I would love to see something like that. Motherfucker, like, yo, I wouldn't be mad if Beyonce dropped the album right now. If Beyonce dropped some fucking some fire right now. I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, damn, finally, because music is at an all-time low. Music is at an all-time low right now. It's been like this since, like, I'd say the beginning of this shit started. I would say the end of February. This shit started around March. From from February to probably the end of March. I, I don't know what's the last Fire album that dropped. Uh, I think, uh, shit. I think somebody dropped something. Somebody dropped something. I know because Jadakiss dropped an album. Jadakiss dropped an album, and then um, I think Jim Jones dropped. I don't know if Jim Jim dropped something, but Jadakiss dropped something. Cameron dropped something, but nothing been really floating. And then we had Summertime Shootout. The mixtape dropped on Apple. Other than that, we've been sitting low. We we haven't been having no music to listen to. 
We haven't been having no music to listen to. We've just been listening to like the same old sound, the same old music and shit like that. You know, like we really need some fire right now. We really need something to uplift us and get us through the days and shit like that and keep the people like moving and keep the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how it is in New York, but I know out here it's just like nothing. You know, yeah, it's people outside, but it's no energy. It's no energy. And we need energy to get through this. You know, we need energy to push us through, like give us something to talk about. You know what I mean? Give us something to speak on, something to like be at work conversating about and shit instead of the crazy shit we talk about most of the time, which is this, <laughs> Corona shit. Motherfuckers don't want to hear that shit all the time, man. People want to do something else. Change the narrative. Don't keep talking about this bullshit. You just fucking, we gonna fuck around and and be talking about this shit forever. Cause it's keep it, we keeping it relevant, even though people dying is terrible. But we keeping this shit too relevant. We need to like, we need to figure out another way to be happy again. We need to figure out how to be happy again. Basically, what I'm saying. Figure out how to be happy again. Don't let this shit put a damper on our on our day. You know what I mean? People getting sick, people dying, but we gotta figure out how to make moves and how to be how to uplift our spirit and have a have a beautiful energy. Cause you know what I'm saying? Stress bring you like heart attacks and strokes and shit. We don't want that, man. We don't wanna be getting strokes, worried about some fucking coronavirus and shit. Motherfuckers gotta keep it moving, man. We got to keep it moving. It's New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, man. Thank you for the people that, um, my peoples that tuned in on Instagram. Um, if you catch the rebroadcast of the show, it's going to be on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, all those um, other podcasts out there. You know, I'm here. Um, we do the live just to do the live. Um, We're going to have a good, we're going to keep it moving, man. We're going to stay uplifted. And we ain't going to let this corona thing bring us down, man. That's all. We're just going to keep it moving. We're going to keep working and keep grinding and stay healthy, man. Y'all, everybody be safe, man. Peace.